What's up, people? Adam Hunter here, bringing you an MMA Roasted podcast. I got the man, Nate the Train, is with us. The man coming off a huge win. Nate, how are you, buddy? All right, that was great. First question is awesome. Nate, how are you? Nate the Train. <laughs> I can't hear him. Uh, is the mute on the volume? I can't hear you. I think we got it. All right. Technology is not, we're off to a great start, people. This is the way, you know, anyone could have a podcast where people could hear each other and you could like, you know, sound works. Fuck that. I want a podcast where one person, you could hear talking, the other person looks confused. Nate, are we here? Can you hear me? Hello. All right, Nate. I, I can see you, but I, I can't hear him. I think, I think you're mute. All right. Let me see if he's... No, he's not muted on my end. Uh, now he's muted on mute. There we go. All right. And Nate's, Nate, for some reason I can't, the sound isn't, is the volume up? We gotta put the volume up. The volume has to be up. All right. Uh, like the, the sound, I can't, I see you. Uh, we got, so, hmm. What are we gonna do? I think this is maybe we'll just mime the whole podcast. Be like, how are you? And now he's now he's muted. Uh, Nate, there we go. Can I hear him? I can't seem to hear the sound. All right. Uh, hmm. Uh, all right. Let's see. All right. Um, everything good? <laughs> like, so uh, I'll answer for him. Yeah, Adam, everything's great, man. It's me, Nate the Train. I had a great fight. You know, I got my first submission. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. I had that go. It was good. I'm now the M1 champion, and it's good to be in the UFC, and and I'm and I'm kicking ass, and I want to fight anybody. Nate, can you hear me? Can you hear me? He's like, yeah, he's, he can hear me. Okay, it's cool. So and who do you want to fight next? Man, I'm 145. I'll fight anybody. Fuck everybody in my way. 145. I want to fight uh, Sean O'Malley. O'Malley has a good fight for you. I think he's 135. Oh, well, Chase Hooper, you're fucking dead. Uh, Chase Hooper's on a couple fight losing streak. I don't give a fuck. I'm Nate the motherfucking train. I want to fight everybody in the fucking world. How about that kid that just knocked out uh, the guy you were supposed to fight? The kid, um... We're supposed to fight that one guy from Finland. The guy that fucking knocked out the guy from Finland. Yeah, I'll fight him. Fuck that guy. I'll kick his ass. All right, so, all right. Do we get any, any sound yet? All right, here we go. Uh, hmm. Is, are, you, are, you, are you on a phone or are you on a computer? Uh, all right, so, hmm. I don't know what we're going to do for this. 
All right. Well, so Nate, what else? Uh, yeah, I wrestled in high school. I played football. I was a badass. I was a motherfucking killer football player. I fucked everyone up in Tennessee. Well, why didn't you go pro? I, I, I dropped out of college. I couldn't pay attention. I got ADHD. All right. Well, that, that happens. Uh, I, I understand. And uh, did you ever think you'd make the UFC? Man, I have my doubts, but the train just keeps coming. Choo-choo. Choo. Right, Nate. All right, you got a hot girlfriend too. When, when are you gonna marry that girl? My wife, yeah, she's beautiful. We have a, we, we're really good together and she's hot and she, she supports me and you know, she's there for me. She's, she's fine too. I like fine chicks. She's very fine. You're a very lucky guy. All right, so, um, so what else is going on? I don't know, man, I'm just here at MMA Masters. I, I train with Colby Covington. We're kicking ass. All right, so we got Nate. The sound's still not good, but uh, man, this is this is the best interview I've ever done. I just want to say thank you, Adam. I, I can't believe how great this interview is. This is a dream come true. Uh, yeah, man. So, you, yeah, you and Colby Covington friends? Well, yeah, Colby's here, right? You and Colby are friends. Uh, he's a little heavier than me. Does he? Does he run the gym? Well, kind of. Uh, he kind of runs gym. Did you think Colby won the fight against Usman? You thought he won, really? It was close, right? I thought it, I thought it was a, I should have been a draw. I gave Usman one and two, 10, eight, the second, Colby three, four, five, correct? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so here's what you do. Uh, I think, Nate, drop out of the Zoom and then try to come back and see if the sound works the second time. All right, so uh, there we go. All right, so there goes Nate. That was a great interview. Uh, so now we also have Andrea Lee coming on the show too, because that's how I roll. All right. Uh, by the way, I tried to get Nate on six times in a row. Uh, he finally came on, but there was no sound. So that's what. It's, oh, what do I want to talk about? Al Iaquinta says he's retiring. Man, um, you know he he said he quit the last fight, and he's quit before. Man, Al's had a crazy career. I mean, just the fight that he took against Khabib on that like. 24-hour notice, that, that crazy fight he had with Tony Ferguson, where he like ran into the, the wall, and then McGregor came and threw the chair. And, and uh, you know, I give Al a lot of credit, man. Al is a guy, he's a strong guy, he's a tough guy, he's got a whole other career. And, you know, going out on a loss is really hard. Nobody wants to do it. Uh, but Al says it's time. If, if Al's the guy who needs to know his time, it sucks because um, I love watching Al fight. But he's had some amazing wins in the octagon. He beat Kevin Lee twice. Um, he beat Masvidal. That was a close one. He's beaten a lot of guys. And, um, you know, he's, he's lost a couple times too. But, but I didn't think that that fight was going to go the way it went. I didn't think that Bobby Green was just going to knock him down and fucking beat him that quickly. So Al, Al is Al. Um, but, I, you know, nothing but respect for Al. And I wish him luck in whatever he does. Um, they're saying that, Darren Till is going to fight Sean Strickland. I am all for that fight. That fight sounds incredible. Um, both maniacs, just the press conference alone or the, the, the weigh-in, I mean, those guys are insane. I don't know who's more insane. I'm not sure. Actually, I think Strickland. Darren Till actually seems like he's at least uh, – he's not trying to fight all his training partners. I mean, everyone that trains with uh, – with, with Sean Strickland says the guy's a nut. I hate that. He, that's, that's him. He's like Colby 4.0, not even 2.0. So I don't know if he's as good as Colby because he hasn't beaten the guys that Colby's beaten the level, but he's damn good. So I'm excited for that. 
Uh, Henry Cejudo had a baby. Congrats to Henry. Uh, he's going to be a great dad. Henry's a, the best. Me and Henry worked together on his comedy act, which hopefully will come out soon on Fight Pass. And Henry's just a good guy, man. Just a really, really good guy. Uh, and he's going to be a great father. And I don't know if he's going to come back to fighting. I hope he does. Well, I don't even know if I hope he does. He, he, went, out, look, he, he went out on top. I mean, when I say on top, he knocked out TJ Dillashaw in 48 seconds. Then he beat Dominic Cruz. You know, he stopped him. He's beating legends. And uh, he's enjoying his life. There's a guy. All right, are we here? Nate, I think I got audio on him. I think I got audio. Uh, Nate did not connect to audio. Nate, can you hear me now? All right. So, fuck. All right. It says, because in the beginning it said, it's connected to audio. I think we got it. Yes, we got it. It says, says you're connected. How are you? Fuck, I still can't hear you. Oh, man. I don't know if it was meant to be. Um... But we have a great crotch shot. Great, Nate's crotch is bulging. I guess we know why we call him the, the, uh, the uh, train now. It was a big, we always thought it was because of his cardio, but no, it's because of his, his giant crotch, uh, which makes sense, um, actually, if you think about it. Nate is connecting to, um, this was gonna go down in history as the greatest podcast of all time, by the way. Uh, I hope Andrea Lee uh, is only so, um, I think he's getting close. I feel like he's getting close. I feel like he's getting close. Uh, all right. Well, there goes Nate the train. That was, this is great guys. This is, you guys wonder, like I try, I fucking try, man. Uh, so Colby Masvidal says, you know, Masvidal, we'll talk about him for a second. Look, Jorge Masvidal had the craziest career anybody. And to go from Kimbo's backyard to where he was in Bellator, to getting, I remember he was on the receiving end of the worst, craziest mission I've ever seen. He got hit with an inverted triangle uh, to where he came now to knocking out Ben Askren in, what, six seconds to being this hero to then almost now becoming a villain in some ways to beating Nate Diaz in the, the baddest motherfucker belt, Madison Square Garden. And now, you know, he got knocked out by Usman and he, now he wants to come back and he was hurt against Leon Edwards, which is good because if you're not 100%, don't fight. I'm, I'm not one of these people that like, there's almost, I don't know any fighters that like fake an injury. I know guys that fake being, being okay. Uh, and then they fight injured and lose, but very few guys before the fight pull out of fights unless they really have to. That's my opinion. You don't get paid. Why would you go through like the, the five weeks of camp or the six weeks or seven weeks? And then all of a sudden, you, you know, especially, so that being said, I really hope the UFC does Colby Covington versus Masvidal for the ultimate fighter. Because first of all, I think, it will really showcase Colby in a positive light because you know he's going to be a great coach. You know he's going to be there for his teammates. You know he's going to be serious and give speeches. And you're going to all of a sudden like Colby. Usman, um, not Usman, uh, Masvidal doesn't have that same charisma in some ways. I mean, he's a great guy, great teammate. Everyone that trains with him likes him. But I think that it'll, it'll kind of be like I, I can't see him being a dick. I don't see him being a dick at all. I just think that. Colby's level will rise, kind of how like Chael was in The Ultimate Fighter or, you know, even Misha Tate versus Ronda. You know, when they both were on The Ultimate Fighter, it was like Ronda was the, the heartthrob and Misha was the 
the, the B level, the, and then all of a sudden your people were like, wait, this is not the Ronda Rousey that I thought I was buying. And, and then Misha Tate kind of became this like beloved girl. And anyway, by the way, Misha right now is pining for a third fight against Ronda Rousey, which I mean, I guess if Rousey's going to come back, that's the fight she wants, but I don't know what that does for Misha as far as beating a girl that's been out of, you know, coming off two losses in a row hasn't fought in five years, doesn't look like the same girl, doesn't look like she's even been training, really, just gave birth. I, I don't know what that really does for, for Misha's legacy. Although, personally, I'm sure she'd be happy to beat Ronda. Uh, that being said, she also says she's next in line to fight Nunez, or should be. And at first, I was like, that's crazy. But then I'm thinking about it. Well, if Nunez beats Juliana Pena, who does she fight? Uh, Shevchenko again? I mean, what does that do for Nunez? Does she go to fight Kayla Harrison? Does the UFC bring in Kayla for her to fight? Uh, I don't know who she fights. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even being like disrespectful. I just don't know who her biggest challenge is at 135 right now. I mean, I guess you can put Jermaine Durandame back at 145 or 135. She hasn't fought in, in how long? Are we going to do Holly Holm again? So I don't know. Um, that's a weird, that's a, that's a, uh, a uh, strange one. So, um yeah i guess uh the girl that beat mackenzie dern maybe but was that fight at 125 i believe it was i don't think that was even one. i'm gonna ask andrea lee she'll know uh all right what else do you want to talk about while i'm waiting for andrea lee to come on the podcast uh fights this week all right well, i guess we could talk about some of the fights that went on this week um mma junkie i guess we'll go there We'll look at some of the fights this week. So, um, Misha Tate over the years, results, schedule. And by the way, just so you know, I was supposed to be talking to Nate the Train right now, but that didn't work. And, uh, you know, a lot, but I'll always be a fan of Nate the Train. I'm not mad at him at all. It just shit happens, man. You got to roll to punches, like I tell people. It's not about how, what happens to you. It's how you react to it in everything. If you're listening to me, that's all that matters. It's not about things are, gonna never, things are never going to be as smooth as you want to be. Is how you react. Right now, I think I'm reacting okay. So, uh, Caitlin Vieira versus Misha Tate. Caitlin Vieira is coming off. Uh, is she coming off? Uh, she beat Yana Kutsana. She beat Sajara Eubanks. She lost to Irene Aldana by knockout. But that girl, I think, has better striking than Misha Tate. Just stand up. Uh, Misha doesn't have, like, Misha's kind of a grinder. Kind of an old school Randy Couture type. She gets you down and just lays on you and pounds you. Not that she can't do it but doesn't seem to have that one punch really pop. Um, and uh, Sajara Eubanks does, but Sajara Eubanks tires out quickly. Um, and Yana has not really looked that well in her last couple fights. Yana, um, she lost, she got knocked out by Irina Donna. She beat Caitlin Vieira. She beat blah, blah, blah. She lost to Aspen Lab by knockout in round three. So I'm saying I think that Misha Tate wins this fight. I, I do. I think... Misha Tate is a different fighter right now, and I think that she, um, she's fresh. She wants it. She came to my comedy show. She laughed. She seems to be in a happier place, doesn't have all the stress on her, and I think she's a different fighter. I do. Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. This fight, you know, I think that I've been buying into the Sean Brady hype, which how could you not? The guy looks like a fucking monster. But you look at the guys he's fought. Okay, he, he, uh, he beat Jake Matthews by triangle. That's awesome. Uh, Jake Matthews is a strong, strong guy. 
uh, tough guy from Australia. He beat Christian Aguilera. He beat Court McGee. He beat Ismail Nurdiev. All those guys are good guys. Okay, they're all they're solid. But let's look at Michael Chiesa's resume. Uh, Vicente Luque. He lost. He beat Neil Magny bad. He beat Rafael dos Anjos bad. He beat Diego Sanchez bad. He beat Carlos Condit by some, by Camora. Uh, he lost to Anthony Pettis. That was two, that was three years ago. Actually, over three years ago. Uh, he lost to Kevin Lee. That was a weird stoppage. Remember that? That was just, I think that was like the week after I got married. Uh, and then he beat Benil Dariush. And I, I was there for that fight. That was a weird fight. That was a very weird fight. Um, and I wasn't there for that. But he beat, I couldn't believe it. He beat Dariush. He, he like submitted him. So look at level of opposition. And I think he has to take it because, you know, Sean Brady's coming up and he's looking great, but he's looking great against guys on that like B or C level. Kiesa has just been in there with fucking monsters and hasn't always come on the top, but experience is a bitch. And I don't think yes is ready yet to, to say, you know, all right, you know, and also he, he also sometimes like, yeah, I, mean, I, I think he's going to win. Um, Joanne Calderwood, that girl, by the way, I took a leg kick from her because that was my, I mean, my pile trained me to come do his, uh, he's like, Hey man, let's do, you know, a week of training. And then he just, he started pretending it was a real fight. He's like, oh, you got weigh in tomorrow and you got the press conference. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking tired. I'm in Vegas. I got shows all night. I'm not really a fighter. This is getting weird. At the same time, I love the guy. Anyway, so he said one of my, one of my uh, payments to him was getting kicked in the leg by Joanne Calderwood. And I didn't check it or anything. And Jesus, one kick and my leg hurt for the, the whole week. I mean – but yeah, I took it. I didn't cry. I didn't crumble. But fuck, man. Like, I don't know how these guys get kicked like 30 times in the fucking leg. I mean, oh, my God. I mean, I guess maybe it was like when I played lacrosse, I was the goalie. And I would get people just wind up. And in that store, you're sitting there and you see someone just cranking and cranking and cranking. And eventually they came and like, you know, after like, you know, three weeks or four weeks of this, balls – sounds really gay balls on my face but like balls hitting my my legs and balls hitting my ass and balls hitting my it didn't hurt anymore like it kind of it was just like a sting so maybe these guys get accustomed to it uh but man um that was rough that was really rough what's up people it is thanksgiving and we all know what that means football and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting bet online has you covered all holiday season more props odds, and lines than ever before, okay? Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. You gotta head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. It's not just football, okay? Bet Online has pro and college hoops, they got NHL, they got boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Anyway, so Joanne Calderwood, who is always in the fight. I mean, she lost to Lauren Murphy. That was a very close fight. She beat Jessica I. She lost to Jennifer Maya by armbar. She she wasn't in the fight there. I think she got surprised. Beat Andrea Lee. Lost to Caitlin Chukagan. 
uh, lost to Cynthia Cavillo. I don't know. I, I think that uh, Calderwood is uh, – I think she's going to win this fight. I do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, and I am biased. But I want her to win. And I see they put her up against this girl who's 18 and 1. Fucking – this girl's got – man, I wish I was as ripped as this girl. Look at her, her arms right now. It's not fair. Like, see, the problem is I don't eat right. You know, I work out and I run. I run five miles, four miles. But then I reward myself by eating like shit. You got to eat right. And I just don't want to do it. I had a Snickers bar this morning. I had a, what else? I'm eating, drinking this Gatorade, whatever this is. It's just, man, I just, the problem is I'd be better off almost not working out, eating right, than working out and eating like shit. But what are you going to do? Um, all right. So this girl, Talia Santos, is 18 and 1. Um, coming off a big win over Roxanne Modafari. Hurt Roxanne a couple times. She won 30-27. She beat Jillian Robertson 30-26, 30 Jillian Robertson's a little hottie, a little redheaded hottie, a uh, good fighter. She beat Molly McCann. Meatball Molly. Yeah, this girl, her last loss was a split decision to Mara Borella, who, uh, who's this girl? 12-9. and nine. I guess this girl who's coming off won four losses in a row. I guess she just had a bad night, that girl. Um, so I guess that could happen. It's crazy. I mean, MMA math does not work. I, I wish it did work because I'd make some money. Uh, but no. And also in this card is Netan Levy, who is from Israel, who's awesome. Uh, he actually came to my show. He was sitting next to Bilal Muhammad. I'm like, are you guys okay together? I know there was you know, 55,000 years of, uh, of turmoil between you two, and they both laugh because that's what comedy does. It brings people together, all right? Now, all of a sudden, you can't joke about things. Everyone's offended. Wants to tell you what the fuck you can joke about. Also nonsense. Uh, but he's from Israel. My dad, by the way, lets me know every Jewish athlete that ever lived. Like, he, he'll root for people just because uh, he'll just be like, man, you know, Sandy Koufax and this guy and that guy and Max, you know, Rosenthal or this Max Bear. I mean, just he just knows all of them. He knows all the Jewish athlete so i'm sure he'd be happy with natan levy he'll be rooting for him and so will i i mean not just because it's jewish but um you know and then my man terrence mckinney 11 and 3 who's a monster uh rooting for terrence but uh we'll, we'll come back with andrea lee all right i got the very talented and sideways andrea lee uh i think it's a movie phone there we go andrea lee how is it well i wanted to adjust there we go okay how's that it's much better. Little Red Riding Hood. I like it. She look. You look very homely. Uh, <laughs> good way. I look homely. Homely. <laughs> you look like one of those kids outside, like Supreme, waiting for like to buy a a Supreme sweatshirt or something. But I'm trying to hide my hair. It's a mess. I uh, I'm still trying to take the braids out. Yeah. And I worked out earlier, so it's kind of well, just a little bit ago. So it's kinda... I'm not. I'm just happy you're you're here. So, uh, congrats on that huge win. You think that was your best fight? I guess so. I mean, well, I mean, I've had a, I've had some really good ones before getting into the UFC. But as far as my the my best UFC performance, I think that would be my best UFC performance because of the level of opposition. Like Cavio is a monster, and you yeah, you, she is. It was crazy. I mean, did you think she was going to actually quit? Do you think she was not quit? Do you think she was not going to be able to uh, continue in the third? 
No, I didn't. I thought she was going to be able to come out. I mean, I knew that I had hurt her, you know, to the body, but I didn't think that I had, you know, fractured or broken an orbital bone. That that wasn't, I mean, I saw swelling, but it's not what I thought that would look like. You know, I, I mean, I, yeah, after the fight, the swelling had gotten worse, you know? So it's a good thing that she did, you know, decide not to come out for, cause I mean, cause by, by the time that she was walking out of the cage, her eye was like almost closed shut. You know, and if we had a fault, you know, another five minutes of me just like hitting her with the jab, I mean, that would have been even worse. You know, I would have, you know, no telling what could have happened. I would feel terrible. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that. She said, okay. I mean, you, she's supposed yeah. to picture her in the hospital. I was like, holy shit. <clears throat> you know, I mean, do you see that, that picture she posted? Yeah, I did. I did uh, see that. This is all your fault, by the way. Everything is your fault. Um, she, uh, now. No. It was, no, I'm kidding. Your jab looked amazing. Like, did you work on something different? You always have that jab? Or what, where'd that come from? I've always had the jab. I really have. It's just that I have not been utilizing it enough. And I don't know. It's just been non-existent in my last couple of fights for whatever reason. But the jab is always something that I've had. And you know, I've always been told, you know, you want your jab to, you know, it's a weapon. And when you throw it, you want to throw it with, with an with respect. You want people to respect your jab. It's not just a measuring tool. It's a weapon, you know, and you want to sit down on it. And which I've used to sit down on it all the time. But I don't I just, you know, really worked on that and getting back to that for this fight camp. And, you know, the goal was everything straight down the pipe, uppercuts and teeps to the body. And that's no, I know like sometimes like when guys win uh, they're always like, yeah, my girl that night, she, she rode me, she gave me a victory. Uh, when girl, I know that you're with a fighter. Is it the same thing with, with him? Did he was like, listen, you worked really hard, lay down, I got this. Is that what happened? Wait a minute, after the fight? <laughs> yeah, after the fight. You have to have a, a victory, right? Like you're in the hotel room, was, it, was there candles? Was he listening? I mean, was, <laughs> no, was no, there was none of that. You know, we just we just went back to the hotel room and we just uh, had a, I guess what you would call probably uh -oh, a oh. boring. Uh, are you there? Yeah. It, for, for most people, it was probably a boring celebration. You know, we we grabbed some Thai food, we ate, and then we went back and we watched movies, and that was it. What movie did you watch? <sighs> you know, I don't remember. Yeah, because he was doing his thing. That's it. Good job, Tony. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> I well, I like most, most, mostly, I mean, we, we watched the fight. I mean, we did really watch the fight. But as far as, like, what movie we put on, it wasn't – we were just still on cloud nine, you know. We, we weren't able to really, like, uh, focus because we were talking about the fight and just going over everything. And then we're talking about his fight because he realized he had only four weeks to get ready which he's been getting ready, but it was like, it was just that he was, you know, that week kind of like, he felt like he lost some time, you know? Oh, he's going to blame it on you. What a, what a dick. Listen, tell him. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, Tony, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, only have, I was focused on you and not my fight. He already has the excuses. Who's he fighting in four weeks? Uh, Randy, Randy Costa. Costa. Oh. Costa, yeah. Guys, these guys a good fighter, but Tony's got this. I'm, I'm on team. Tony's got, yeah, it's a good. It's gonna be a fun fight. They're both really great strikers. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Uh, now, mm -hmm. I was looking at your record. You know, you're 15 and and three, 
but you could have easily be 17 and one because a lot, of, a lot of those were like split decisions that I thought you won, could have went your way. Even the Roxanne Modafferi fight, I thought could, the second one could have went your way. Uh, like you, you could easily be 17 and one right now. Like uh, those split decisions were very close. You, you, you don't realize that? I mean, you obviously think about that. I do. I do realize that. And I have thought about it, you know. And it's just the name of the game, you know. Sometimes you, you lose by a hair and sometimes you lose by a lot. But, you know, and for me, those fights were all pretty close, which I guess, you know, gives me confidence. You know, at least I wasn't slacking or looking too bad in those fights. Oh, I mean, I, some of the judges thought that, you know, I won. Except for the Roxanne fight, I did lose by a unanimous decision. But... You know, I'm I'm very close. mentally I'm better. I'm yeah, better it than does seem like you're. I know we, we. I don't want to talk about your ex-boyfriend because we talked about it last time. But it does seem like you're in a much healthier spot, and I think that mm -hmm. your fighting is showing it. If anybody, if there was ever a case of like, you got to get your personal life together, it's you right now because you're fighting at a level that I'm like you're happy. You're don't. Yeah. If, I, if something happens now and some shit goes down, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. But it does seem like you're in a really good spot uh, with your personal life. I am. And everything is just kind of clicking and falling into place. And Tony and I, we're working better together now. And we're, we both, you know, have, or I just had my fight and he has his coming up. So we were in camp together. So we're able to like feed off of each other's energy, work together and just continue to get better. I'm learning things from him. I'm picking up on his style and he's picking up things from me. And I think that it's just, it's just a great mix because he's not just barking He's not barking orders, but like the things that he gets, he asks me to do in training are the same things that he's doing. So, you know, it's not like he's telling me to do something that he wouldn't do. He, he's, also, work he's also your size too. If anything, you're like bigger than him. So that's like, <laughs> helps too. Like he's not, he's not some big giant heavyweight. It's just like, you know, he could probably see things, which is good. Is, is it now, <laughs> is it hard to have him in your corner though? Are you, are you like shut up? Like no handies for you if you don't shut the fuck up? Like, is it hard to listen to him sometimes? No, not in the corner. Not in the corner. I mean, when we're, yeah, sometimes when we're in the gym, you know, and he's, he's uh, coaching and stuff, sometimes I can get a little irritated, but I think that's just because we're, you know, we're around each other all the time. But I, I try to be respectful. I know he's just, he wants the best for me and he's just trying to help me. So I try to be receptive of that and not be so uh, get, or irritated, you know, um, you know, it's just the name of the game. You got to have somebody who can help you to, you know, and, and, and tell you the, the hard facts that you don't want to hear, you know. What do you think about, like, Aspen Ladd's corner that one time, who was just, like, the most negative human being I've ever seen? You're not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. Do you know that guy? The guy that was, like, uh, did, you, did you ever train with that guy? I feel like Are you talking about Jim? Oh, is, yeah. Wait, was he, is he like, your trainer now or something? You don't, you don't work with him now, do you? I, I work with Jim. Look. Oh, and Tony and I were talking about that. Tony and I were talking about that today only because somebody made a comment to Tony and was like, Hey, you need to tell Jim how to coach, but you got to understand that like the differences I was, I was, um, ahead in my fight. You know, it was clear that I was, I was winning the round. So for Tony to come out and be like, Hey, that was an incredible performance. I want you to go out. I want you to give me a knee. I want you to finish her, put her away. It's easy to be, you know, um, like supported i mean of course supported supported the whole time but it's easier to be like super motivational and you know giving me such great feedback because i was already doing well and i was winning the rounds and that was evident um 
But I do know if I was down on the scorecards, Tony would come out there and he would lit me up. He would light, he would put a light of fire under my ass and he would tell me shit that I probably wouldn't want to hear, but I would need to hear it. You know what I mean? Isn't there a way and, to, like, I know as a coach sometimes, like if I'm, I'm coaching wrestling and a kid's moving back and if I say, stop moving back, it's different than saying move forward. Because move forward, he, he could do it. When you tell someone to stop doing something, you're not actually telling them what to do. And I feel like a lot you, of I agree with that 100%. I do agree with that. And that was something that I needed to have, uh, I needed to change in my corner. Uh, and that's something that, that Tony is, is, is doing pretty well. Of. That was some issues that I did have in the past. A couple of times, it's like when someone's yelling at me not to do something, that's not the kind of uh, feedback that I need. I need, I need to be told like that I'm, that I'm doing good or that, um, because for me to be to tell me that I, I don't need to be throwing a kick, that kind of like puts doubt in me and makes me think that like my kicks aren't, aren't good enough. You know what I mean? And you got to be confident in all of your weapons. And you need somebody not to tell you not to do something. Uh, I agree with that point that you just made. Um, but sometimes you can be making some stupid mistakes, you know? I mean, if you're throwing a knee when you don't need to be throwing a knee like on a wrestler and you know that they're going to be grabbing your leg and, and taking you down, you, you need to be reminded not not to, to maybe throw a knee at that time. I guess it just depends on the situation in the scenario. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure – I didn't know that was your coach, by the way. Uh, now, what, what are your thoughts on that other girl, Valerie Laredo, uh, the chick in Bellator who's, like, always twerking and – showing her ass shots. Cause you're a very attractive girl, but like you're not one of these people that shows you like, I don't, I don't know what you ate last for, for, for breakfast based on your Instagram post, you know? Um, and it just seemed like some of these girls, like this girl, her fighting isn't, she, she circles the whole time, karate point fighting. She's what, like two and one or three and one, but then it's just, it's all twerking and this and that. It does seem a little bit of like, you want to be a fighter, but you're not really putting in the work necessary to kind of be the best fighter you can be, but you also <laughs> want to capitalize on people's clicks and horny people and people with their dick in their hands and stuff. And it's just like, I get it, but is this really what we're doing? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to comment and necessarily say that like what she's doing is, you know, I don't know, scandalous or whatever. I, I'm not sure which word to use. But personally, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I would, you know, be up posting videos, me shaking my ass and stuff, just trying to get attention. But I have, I have taken, you know, sexy photos, you know, and I have posted them, and uh, I have kind of gotten further and further away from that. It's like I don't really necessarily just want people to like my stuff because I'm posting half naked photos. It's like I want you to like me because you know I'm a great fighter. And, and, uh, you know, I, I can I post content that, you know, people like other than, again, half naked photos and, yeah. and ash chicken and stuff like that, because that doesn't show who I am as a fighter, you know, and that's what I want to promote. I mean, even like the Crasian, like she fights every week somewhere, like she'll still do bare, <laughs> she'll do bare knuckle. I mean, she's insane, but, but she posts like all kinds of stuff, but at least you're like, well, I mean, she fights all the time. And then, uh. The other girl, even Paige Van Zandt, like kind of backs yeah. up. I mean, she's she's in there, she's fighting. Where this girl, it's like, she literally was like running away. The last fight, I'm like, come on. She circled the whole time, did not want to mm -hmm. engage, and then acted like she just won the fucking the, the UFC champ, UFC, you know, ultimate ultimate. I'm like, what is going on here? 
but what am I missing? Uh, I don't know. I just, it didn't bother me. You just have to be female. Yeah. You just have to have footwork and be pretty. <laughs> you no, could be I, in the U.S. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I think like Shevchenko is like, does it perfectly. Cause she, she, she dances and she's pretty and she posts pictures yeah. in there. It's a fucking monster, you know, not everyone's yeah. Shevchenko, but by the way, now, is that your next? Well, she keeps it classy too. You know, I mean, there's, I guess there's, um, there's levels, you know, and, not like look at my asshole. I'm not saying I wouldn't look at her ever pose her ass. I'm sure I'd look, but, mm -hmm. but I'm not, not going to like, it's just a little bit of like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I've changed to have a daughter, but do you, uh, who that could right be now? it. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "What kind of fuck?" I'm trying to get comments. Uh, who do you who do you want to fight next? By the way, um, uh, you know, I had somebody. I've had a couple of people say that you know they want to see me rematch Lauren Murphy. I don't know if that's the fight to make, but I mean that would be nice, you know, just to kind of get that back. Um, you know, it's whatever fight is going to get me that opportunity at the title, you know, that's the one to make to match next. I think I'm ready. You know, I want to, I want to get that shot. So I'm hoping this next fight, you know, I, I'll get, I'll be able to put them away and then maybe get my opportunity at the title. Why wouldn't you be next? I mean, Lauren Murphy is coming off a loss. You're coming off two wins. Who's ahead of you right now? Uh, well, I'm, I'm ranked number seven. So then, you know, there's a couple of other people that are ahead of me. Unfortunately, freaking, Valentina's already fought pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, right? She fought all of them. She has fought no. all I think you have JoJo and Tyla, who's fighting, I think, this weekend, right? And and I, I think depending on who wins that fight, we'll get an opportunity at Valentina next, I think. I don't know. I, th I think you're right there. I think that, if anything, you might want to hold out. Uh, so the fight this week, Misha Tate versus Caitlin Vieira. Who do we like? I was talking about that earlier, and I think that it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough fight. I think for both girls, but because it's a five round fight, I think Misha Tate might etch out this win. Um, but Vieira is a very you know she's a tough opponent, and her striking is really good. I think that you know Misha Tate still has her hands full with this one. Now Tate says she's next in line to fight uh, Nunez if she wins. And at first I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But now I'm thinking if she beats Pena, which I hope she doesn't, I hope Pena wins, um, maybe she is next in line, right? Well, that is the fight that everybody's talking about. And I think that they'll, they'll happily make that fight happen because fans want to see it. Everybody, you know, loves watching Misha Tate and everybody wants to, you know, see Nunes fight. And um, I think that that would be the fight to make next if, um, if uh, Pena doesn't get this win. How did she pop out two kids and look like that? That's, I mean. She looks incredible. She looks phenomenal. I didn't even know that she had two kids. She's like, I knew she had one. Six, I mean, she's like 60 years old. I, I don't understand. I mean, you have a kid, right? I do. How, yeah. how old was your kid? I was 21 when I had Ainsley. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. I had no idea. That's, that's why your, your kid's like 30 right now. How, how, how old is your kid? 10. 10. <laughs> Well, you're, you're, yeah, you're young, 31. You, you look like you're 23, by the way. You look very young. You look very, very young. I forgot. Oh, thank now, you. But did you even start training? So you were like a, a karate champion when you had a kid, right? I had, honestly, I started training at 20, and it happened fast. You know, I mean, I wasn't a, 
Yeah. I mean, like I wasn't expecting, you know, all that to happen. It was, um, you know, kind of a surprise. I had just kind of started catching my groove, you know, when I found out that I was pregnant. And so it was kind of uh, a shock because I was really enjoying fighting. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to, you know, I'm going to I'm pregnant and I'm going to have a kid. I'm not going to be able to fight anymore. But we were able to work past it and still make it happen. So who watched the kid while you were training? Um, well, there for a while, she was at the gym with me. You know, she would just come to the gym with me. Um, and then his, the way that my ex had the gym set up, his uh, mother's company was right next door. So our gym was in another building that was next door to, to their company. So she would be able to go over there too and, and hang out with her grandmother. Did your kid do karate or wrestling or jiu-jitsu? No, no, she does ballet and she does piano. Wow. She's... She's worked mitts, you know, and Muay Thai and stuff with us a couple of times when she was a little bit younger, but she has no interest in it at all. She doesn't care to even watch me fight. <laughs> yeah, I like, try to get my daughter to wrestle with me. I'm like, let's wrestle. And she goes, err, and then she just pins me. And then I go, she's a champion, but she doesn't really get the wrestling. But yeah. Has uh, Tony bonded with her? Is Tony like the uh, cool stepdad? Well, he, I mean, he's not trying to be like a stepdad or anything, but he is, he is trying to be just cool with her, you know? I mean, they, you know, dab each other up and, you know, he tries to be fun and funny. Does but sometimes, I mean, yeah. Huh? Does Tony have his kids or no? Does he have a kid? No, he doesn't have any kids. Wow. So what yeah. you sometimes he what? Uh, I was going to say sometimes, you know, he has to uh, – tell her to close the door, you know, kind of give some sort of instruction, but he tries not to like overdo it. Got that it. Decline. Got it. Got it. Good for Sorry. you. Good for you, Tony. Good job. Uh, <laughs> now Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Who do we like? Oh, uh, let me think. Uh, Chiesa. I think so too. I think he's fought better guys. Uh, but this Brady kid's 14 and 0. He's been knocking everyone out. He's a monster. I don't know. Hmm. My heart's with Kiesa, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You, you just never know until you get in there with one of them, the OGs. Tony, who do you <laughs> think, Tony? Tony? Yeah. Is, is, isn't Tony behind you right now? Is he? No. Who's no, that would be creepy. <laughs> who's looking at the camera? You? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the camera keeps moving. I thought that was him. I thought, it, uh, it keeps, I, I bumped the table and it kind of fell Oh, oh I, thought, I thought he was like sitting at the whole photo shoot. Got it, got it. Oh, no, no, no. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Lupi Gonzalez, uh, Lupi Gonidnes, who's fought three times this month. Uh, she fought Dang, back. Dang, really? Well, twice in October, once in November. She's fighting L L Loma Look Bone Me. Do you, you know anything about these two girls? Okay. I Her didn't even realize that those were girls, to be honest. Ha, <laughs> ha. Uh, Ter <laughs> Terrence McKinney. He's the guy that did uh, acid and mushrooms. I got tased three times by the police. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like pronounced dead like three times. And then he, he's fighting. Oh, oh, I think, yeah, I remember hearing about this kid's story. He's new to the UFC, right? Yeah, he's been knocking everyone out, though. Like in, yeah. In like, in, in like 10 seconds. It's like last three wins, but like one minute total. Um, yeah. Who's he fighting? He, he knocked out Matt Frivola in seven seconds uh, and then a bunch of other guys in a minute. Uh, he's fighting some guy named Faraz Diam. Have you heard of Faraz? I'm not familiar with that name. I'm gonna go with um, what's his name again? Terrence McKinney. 
Yes, I'm gonna go with Terrence. I I, I do remember Terrence. I saw I, I saw his fight, and I remember hearing about his story. I just couldn't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got a crazy story. Um, yeah. And then uh, who do you like? They're trying to make um, Darren Till versus Sean Strickland. Ooh man, um, he's that nut job Strickland that like beats up all his training partners, and he's like Colby <laughs> Covington like part two, but even worse. Yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm familiar with him. I'm I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with Chill. I'm gonna go with Darren. Really? Yeah. He's looking terrible. Cause I mean, he might like, I don't know. I guess I always think the underdog, you know I mean? Yeah, I know. Hey, I lost three in a row. Apparently <laughs> you, you lost three in a row, but not really. I mean, I guess. He might, so. he might come back. I don't know. So I uh, guess I just, I just always want to, and I like Sean Strickland too. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I want to see like a, you know, the person that's been doing the worst kind of come out on top. I don't know. Let's see the <clears throat> Uh, yeah, UFC 125 women's rankings. How hard is it, by the way, for you to make 125? It's not hard for me. It still sucks, you know, having to cut weight in the sauna and the bath. I mean, it's never fun ever, but I make it happen. You know, we make it happen. <laughs> Are you, like, in a bad mood when you do it? And then, like, your boyfriend tries to, like, uh, cheer you up and it's just a pain in the ass? Honestly, I just, like – when someone tries to cheer me on that it kind of irritates me because <laughs> I'm like, I like to get in my head. It's like, I don't need to be cheered on. Like, just let me sit here in silence. You know what I mean? Just let me suffer in silence. That's all I need. <laughs> they have you 10th. That's gotta be bullshit, right? There's no way. I think I'm number seven. That whatever you're looking at has probably not been updated, but I've been seeing seven. They got Shevchenko first. They got Jessica Andrade second, uh, which, I don't know, I feel like, and then they got Caitlin Chukagan uh, third, Jennifer Maya, Lauren Murphy, Alexa Grasso, Talia Santos, Vivian Araju, Roxanne, then you. There's no way that's true, right? Then they have no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you should be number two. Uh, right above No, I think I'm number seven. You should be number two. I mean, didn't you be- how the fight go with Chukagan? That was a uh, split, right? I haven't fought Chukagan. I got to fight her. That's the fight to make. Yeah, yeah, that might be the fight to make. Yeah, I always forget about that. She 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 grunts a lot. She goes, "Hey, we're both gonna be out there. Everybody's gonna have to mute the television when her and I fight because we're both gonna be like, ha ha ha." Yeah, you gotta grunt <laughs> louder than her. I think she wins a lot of the close ones because they hear the grunts. You gotta, you gotta grunt, you gotta grunt just as much, and tell your training partners to grunt too. You but make- the only thing, the only difference is when I'm, I'm Keon and, and I guess grunting or yelling, I do it because I'm sitting down on my shots. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm really trying to like get power on the end of my shots. I have noticed with Chicagian, a lot of hers is like more uh, like point karate. A lot of her stuff is not really like like with power you know it's 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 it's, uh it's a lot it's fast it's flashy she's landing a lot of it but i just it just doesn't look like she's really landing a whole lot of power behind everything she she has powerful kicks i find that she's her people kicks more than she has with her punches you know she has good kicks yeah yeah that's a good fight that's for the grunting championship the uh the gfc 
that's going to be good. <laughs> I'm championships. Oh, you. That, that's going to be a good. Have you ever thought about changing your nickname from KGB? Because don't the Russians keep claiming you? I don't know. I, and I have, actually. It's, it's really funny that you, you mentioned that because I've been, um, you know, I had some conversations and I've just been, I guess, kind of enlightened a little bit more that, you know, it might be best if I change my nickname, but it, you know, in my mind, KGB stands for kicking girls' butts, which is simple, you know. But then, of course, I still have that little, like, stigma, I guess, that follows me around, you know, because KGB is, is Russian and they did bad things, you know, so right, right. it's like. Yeah, that's, that, I can So what, what are you thinking about changing it to? I don't have anything. I don't really, I didn't even want my nickname to be KGB in the first place. I mean, whenever, whenever I was, I was, I guess, blessed with this nickname, the other alternative was Karate Cowgirl. And I was like, no, I don't like that either. <laughs> Come on, that would have been awesome. The karate, I think you were better with the karate cowgirl. That's hilarious. <laughs> karate cowgirl. I know, but I was like, funny. no. That's, yeah, I can see why you would want to be the karate cowgirl, but I don't know. What about, uh, like, stand in my DMs or something? Or, like, uh, time of the month? Yeah. So something that, like, that gets people, like, you got to have something funny, you know? Like, um, I don't know, something like, uh, like, not a thought or something, or, like, uh, I don't know, like, something that's kind of a catchy. The Karate Cowgirl is pretty good, though. Holy shit. I mean, you're Southern. Yeah. You're Southern. You live, you, you actually do ride horses, right? I don't, I don't own any horses, but yes, I have. I've ridden horses, you know, many times, but unfortunately, I don't own any horses or cattle. Uh, the Southern MILF or something? I don't know. Something the that's Southern like, MILF. You've got to be something there. Uh, I, guess, I guess looking back, Karate Cowgirl would have been funny. Karate Cowgirl would have been pretty damn good. But then people would have It would have made more sense with the cowboy hat. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Karate Cowgirl, oh my God. So funny. Well, listen, Karate Cowgirl, KGB, whatever they're going to be called, uh, you're the best. Have a great weekend. Thanks. I'm going to uh, thank you for your time. And, uh, of course, Adam. And, uh, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Take care.